Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Okay, well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast, everybody. Welcome back. What's up? Yours truly, Chaplain Jim Parkin and co-host That's it. There Ashley we go. Chandler. Yep. I have to retrain myself to do that uh-huh, properly. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, I was actually, I snuck in to church on Sunday. So I was in the building. Ooh. I was over sitting behind Brian and Tracy, like three rows back from Brian and Tracy or a couple rows back. Okay. First service? Behind, yeah, behind Sylvia and um, just kind of ducked down. Excuse me. So I was there when Pastor Jim did the thing, was talking about Memorial Day. And, you know, everybody who knows me know that that's what I do. <laughs> my answer is my pleasure. Yep. When people say thank you for your service. What's funny about that is now like most medics and EMTs and cops and all that stuff I know have adopted that practice. That's cool. My pleasure. My <laughs> well, pleasure. it's just easier, you know, it just rolls off the tongue. It's easier than yeah. looking at your toes. I mean, uh. but what's funny, so he went into the thing about how last Veterans Day, how he, to get me, had yeah. everyone stand yeah. up <laughs> except for veterans and had us sit down. So on Sunday, I almost, when he's like, we're just going to everyone sit and clap. I almost stood up. <laughs> And we're gonna take my cap to him. <laughs> that would have been phenomenal. That would have been. He would have laughed so hard. Dang. That's I should have. I should have. I know. Because he would have laughed. So. It's all right. There's always next year. There's always ah. Veterans Day coming up. Oh yeah. So yeah. Anyway, good message though. I like it the was, season we're in, man. I like really it. Good. Me too. I like it a I lot, like it and it's funny because like, God. I mean. He said before, like, God, you speak a thousand sermons. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm speaking the message, but you speak exactly what needs to be heard to every heart. Yeah, and man. it's definitely a season where I show up every week and I'm like, this is like just for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like Jim's been scoping out my life and then just has a sermon just for the channel. Yeah, you know, dude. that's what it feels well, like. You know, and it's like, if you're listening and if you're paying attention, all the things, you know, even things that I've shared with you guys over the course of the weekend, it applies to yeah. what you're doing. You know, yeah. it applies to being like, you're not necessarily like maybe it's different for you and for like, and as it's different for you than it is for Nick, maybe he's motivated to start a new job and do the thing, you know, and he's like, this is, but for you, it's like, we talked about from that, uh, Kai Garcia video it's for you you're like going to be disciplined and do the thing out of obedience whether you like are hey I'm 100% down to leave all this stuff behind and go do this even if it's a short season right now but it's yeah it's it's cool because there's all those little things that speak into if but if you're not listening you'll miss it and then like you always got to be like, that's the thing. Like, for me, when people have been like, well, well, where was 
where was God when X, Y, Z? It's like, yeah. well, I mean, he was right there, but you like, you were looking in the opposite direction. Yeah. Like, yeah. But like, if you, if you, that's the thing, man, when it comes to that and obedience and Christianity, you take your eyes off God, dude, and he'll juke. Well, yeah. And here's the thing. He'll, he'll put is... that move on and you'll be like, oh, I'm a hundred miles down the road going in the direction that I wanted. Yeah. You know, but. Oops. Well, and a couple, you know, rewind a couple of years ago when we were going through a lot of health things in my home mm-hmm. and Nick was really, really working through some anxiety, some depression, like couldn't leave the house for a few weeks, struggled to get in the car and go take an errand, um, like full out anxiety attacks and stuff like that. Couldn't go to church, had a real hard time being overstimulated in that atmosphere and stuff. So, um, you know, in just a few months prior, heading into the new year, you know, there's always this big push on praying into the new year. What has got to have for you the new year? So, you know, before all that's going down, I'm, you know, I'm getting excited. New baby's getting bigger. Not so hard. You know, we're kind of coming out of the water with that a bit and everything. So I'm excited to kind of be a real person again, mm-hmm. you know, because we love being out and doing stuff with people. I love being engaged in my community. I love what so many people are doing and, and just, you know, our church being such an entrepreneur church, all these ministries that have, you know, like, yeah, you, the, the, you're supposed to go do this thing, go do it. Like, just so inspired and encouraged. I love that about our community. So praying into that, okay, God, what do you got for us? You know, and God in that time was just like, no, you just, just hang out right here. I'm like, well, that's, that's dumb, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And then fast forward a few months and as Nick's working through stuff and we're trying to figure everything out, now I'm understanding this is why you said, wait here. This is Mm -hmm. why you said, be patient. This is why you said, just wait, just be present. And in that time, really coming face to face with this feeling of God kind of asking, like, who are you going to be during this time that you don't like? Like, who are you going to choose to be in a season that you didn't want, you didn't expect, Mm -hmm. and certainly isn't the easiest thing you've ever come across? You know, so now looking, now fast forward back to, like, to present, I've gone through just enough to know the difference between going through something wholeheartedly. Like what you said, like don't have one toe so far off and, you know, trying to stretch it out, trying to like do the thing but not really have your heart in it. Like how can I be fully present, fully taking something in and owning it so that I come through this who I'm supposed to be, mm-hmm. not not yeah, more bitter, angry, frustrated, you know, and then selfishly, it's like, okay, this is all about me. My husband's struggling and I'm throwing a little adult fit because my life isn't the way I want it. Meanwhile, my spouse who I've, you know, committed mm-hmm. to love and cherish and, and be with and really yeah, come yeah, alongside, man. I'm just going to throw my own fit because you're struggling. Like uh-huh. what time it, what type of team is that? You know, what type of love and honor is that? You know, I mean, there's so much. sickness and health part that we all (sighs) say in our vows. We're like expecting that no one's ever going to be sick. (laughs) You know what I mean? Especially when you're young. And then, you know, you start doing all this comparison game, you know. And so it's just like, okay, God, like, 
I don't have to compare. I don't have to be, oh, just be grateful. It could be this. It could be that. No, I know, God, that you are so concerned about every detail in my life. So let's just meet that face to face. Let me just see you face to face and let's do the business that I need to do right now. Mm -hmm. So now in this season, it's okay. Who do I want to show up as in this season? Yeah, man. I get to encourage this other person to go do something bravely, Mm -hmm. to go take a job in another state, to go leave their family for three weeks and have to set up all this stuff and then, and trust me enough to drive kids Uh down and, and do all that. Like, I'm at this place now where I am fully confident that I can do this, even though there's some, there's some details, there's some extra effort, there's, but also like kind of what we talked about the other week, like the game kind of leveled up a little bit. So there's this excitement of like, I can do this. I think about this too. This just dawned on me while you were, while you were talking. Think about this. You've been around veteran and first responder wives now for how long? Was this like, for five for, years. Right. And so you've been engaged with, with, we'll take my wife. Yeah. Who doesn't worry about what's going to happen shift to shift. She doesn't, because why, like, what worry? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if I go and there's a fire or something, or some dude goes buck wild with his rifle, whatever. It's not, I mean, it's not like whatever like that, but it's just. Right. There's no point in her spending energy worried about what's going to happen during the 12 hours I'm working. Yeah. She's never once asked me to do my job less. COVID, she said the words, I don't want you to die for the first time. But it was, but it was more like you need to do no shortcuts. Yeah. You need to do all the things. It wasn't like I'm afraid if you have a COVID patient, you're going to die. It was like, you need to like freaking make sure you do all the things that protect you and us from this thing. Right. Which is different than being, Oh my God, I'm scared. I can't, you know what I mean? That's just, that's just her. And this for if (laughs) the way I have to say this, some, you might not understand it, but like first responder wives will, that's her managing me. Sometimes yeah. she has to manage me because my focus is so much on service and just doing the thing that sometimes I need my wife to come in behind me like, okay. You but need we to, do that for each other. That's right, how that's need supposed to, to dial yeah. in. Yeah. So, but the, I say all that to say you're ready for this because you've been around people who send their, wife, their spouse on deployment and handle all the stuff. Yeah. Like you've been, and maybe, maybe all of this has been the buildup. Who knows? God That's, does what God There's a lot of similarities. Do. There's a lot of things that <laughs> I had to take care of and build that competency for on my own. Mm-hmm. And then. Like you were saying before we started, you, what do you do? You went out, you shut down all the power. So you would know what to do and you figured yeah. out the generator. Yeah. Even stuff like that that seems like whatever, it's a generator. But I know how to do but it. But now you know. Now you can now do the thing. And but, Colleen and I pulled it up around the yard and put it away because I wanted to feel what it felt like. Right. To even just mechanically put it away. It, that gave right. me so much confidence. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's like <clears throat> these are the things. Yeah. These are the things in these seasons 
where you have to like, yeah. And you know, I like, honestly, I think just kind of being around us and seeing how, you know, seeing how KP engages with me and does a thing and my cast do, and let's be realistic. You, I mean, you guys had a season where Nick was struggling and you had to do some extra stuff. Well, she has to sometimes be able to function at a different level because she doesn't know which gym's coming home. What did I deal with last call? Right. What was shipped like? Right. Like if I'm not in a space to engage right away with the kids, she's got to come in. You've done that. You've done that. You've done it already. Yeah. Yeah. It looks different because it's not yeah. first responder stuff. It's not, you know, right. but it's the same thing. It's just. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's just, it's cool oh. to, to have challenging seasons. I think I wouldn't want a life without it. I'll tell you that much. And it's cool on this. I mean, I will say that the other one was, there was so much, there was some, this, like we had to take care of that stuff. And we're right. still building those skills. We're communicating better. Um, just simple things of being able to read each other and being able to put words to stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've always been able to say that Nick's my best friend. Mm-hmm. He's not just some guy I'm married to that I deal with. But I sincerely, <laughs> like, yeah, you I know, do. like, love being around him. We, But we are so completely different. We're knit together completely opposite of each other, it seems like, most days. But we still, just the way that we've grown up and learned to kind of deal, there was still so much that, like, we just didn't communicate because we just didn't want to put that on the other person. So mm-hmm. learning in a good way what what to co-share in that, even if it's, like, being able to walk in the room and be like, okay, what just happened? You look like you're a little overwhelmed. And him be able to just kind of own it and say, yeah, this or this, you know, and just be able, then it kind of brings us in more. Right. And it's just a different framework now than what we were even operating off of like five years ago. And now because of that, I feel like I know him that much better now. And I know that I feel that I can support him and meet his needs like in a whole way better than what I felt like we were able to even just a few years ago. So it's really cool. So now doing this, I feel like I just feel more excited for him. I feel like that we're on, um, just a better, just a better communication. And I'm I'm just excited now. It's not like all these, Oh my gosh, what's going to happen. It's like, Oh, I guess we'll cross all those bridges when we get there. Let's just focus on having some fun and gaining from this experience what we can. Mm -hmm. Um, and being able to now in that turn, being able to look at my, my teenager and being able to keep having those conversations with her. Telling her like it just when it becomes the details. Sometimes less is more. Sometimes less is more, but also being able to reaffirm her that okay, mom and dad may look like on the outside that everything's cool, but also giving you space that this is a lot of change. We're right. feeling all the change, but we're focusing on what we can control mm-hmm. and making the most of it. Because mm-hmm. he also, I mean, so we, you know, it depends on the day, but even Saturday, he, you know, trying to give her a lot of grace. But he straight up told her on Saturday, like, you need to stop being selfish. 
We're all making sacrifices. We're all doing the best we can. And you can't go through this whole season just being angsty and grumpy because life didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. So, you know, trying to to do all the things, you know. Yeah. It's cool, man, though. Changes, (coughs) excuse me, like, and like while I've been talking and getting all set up to record tonight, I'm just realizing like before we started, we were talking about like one door has to close in order yeah. to go. But there's often, I found myself in the past few weeks, like I was standing in this weird in between vestibule, if you will. Like I shut the one, the door on one season or chapter. And I was like in the, the kind of the waiting room, yeah. getting ready for the next one. You know, and it's just wild because all the things that I wanted for this podcast and this ministry and for house church and all the stuff. And I've been like praying like, dude, what is the holdup? I'm finding now that like God was in the next room. It's like, like we're in, we're in here, man. <laughs> it's just like, just come through. Hey Jim, Jim, come, come in here for a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, just yeah. let yourself open the dang door and then and so now we're in and it's like i told you it's like creatively all the things like all the dreams all the things that i've wanted to do that i've just been like and like i've said before sports was amazing yeah like the the compound here like that is all built up during my time at sports all the things but seasons change and the mission changes. <clears throat> and with that obedience piece, like, I don't care like what or who the job description is or provides it when, when the mission changes, you, you like, as a believer for me, I have to go with that mission. Yeah. Have to, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm learning that there was some, there were some parts of it where it just had me kind of held down, like believing that I could never leave. Like my skill set, this is the only thing I know how to do, and I only know how to do it here. You know, so it's wild to just, you know, to make that step. And there's a split second, I'll say this too for the airborne guys, there's a split second on a tethered jump where you step out the door and are hoping to God that the shoot opens. It doesn't take long. It's like literally like one thousand, two thousand, poof. But like <laughs> but there's that there's just that little you Where know, you're waiting. You're waiting for it. You and I think that's the same feeling anybody has when season is changing, yeah. when the mission's looking different, where the you know the geographic location is going to be different. There's that second where you're walking through the, you're stepping through the door, you know, where you want to be stalled out. Cause like, honestly, you probably stalled out a little bit when you first got this, this knowledge that you guys were making. Oh yeah. Oh, probably we, we like, decided, ah, on, a, jump we decided on a think. Monday. Oh yeah. No, Nick called. I wasn't even home from Holland. I was still on the girls trip in Holland looking at the tulips on the other side of the state. Nick calls me. He's like, I'm taking the job. 
I'm like, okay, we'll make, you know, there's a hundred questions. We don't know yet how it's all going to look, but yes, we're, we're going to try. Yes, we're going to go for it. And yes, we'll figure it out as we go. And then the course of the week was like, oh, crud, oh, crud, oh, crud, oh, crud. You know, it was just like all this stuff. And I did, I did that for probably a good two weeks. Mm-hmm. Running, trying all the the scenarios in the head, and then I took a mm-hmm. Saturday for literally about three hours and typed it all out so that I could get okay. I think I'm going to do this here. I think I'm going to make these dates here. I think that this is, and I just started mm-hmm. making the decisions that I knew that I wanted to hold to. Like one decision, I know that I want Kalina to still go to senior high camp because that was something I already signed her up for, mm-hmm. and I want to make as many reasonable accommodations for all the kids so that they don't feel like everything is up and removed from them. So just even that, but yeah, there's, there's been days. It's probably like a few days and then there'll be an evening where I'll start getting ready for bed and I'll just feel like my, my heart sink a little bit and I'll feel a little bit more real. Like that Sunday over the weekend after Memorial day, I, that was one night where I'm like, Nick's leaving this week. Like it's, Okay, here we go. This is this is go time. But at the same time now, the last couple days, probably today and yesterday, today and yesterday are more like okay. I just I'm done talking about it. I just I just want to go do it now. (laughs) I'm like, we've been talking about it for so dang long. Now I just I just want to clean my my house and leave. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's time to go. Time to do the deal. I would say, man. Because you will there. Obviously, everybody goes through it anytime you're like deployed or on whatever, you know, like there's just little tricks and stuff like that. Like what I would do, I would, I would write down whatever it was Kelly McKay or not Kelly Melanie, what Mel said to you, I'd write that down, man, and have it in your pocket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just for okay. those days where you're like, this is some BS this is not what I signed up for. Just remember, like, somebody, okay. there's somebody could be out I'll there waiting on you to show up. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, my gosh. I, it totally blew me out of the water. I'm like, oh, my. I've totally been thinking it from it from one perspective. And then she totally, like, just. <laughs> thank, she it used, for, thank God. Thank God Kelly Abel came to Michigan. What if she was like, nope. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if, what if I was like forget it. I'm just going to stay forever. I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to make this move. It's safe. It's the safe thing. Just what if you sat around talking about this podcast that you were never going to pull the trigger on for five years? Right. Exactly. What if I just don't do the thing? Right. You know what I mean? Like what if I don't take the risk and then there's none of this, If I don't take that risk you haven't been around my wife and other veteran wives and first responder wives, and you haven't built this low key skill set that you didn't even realize you had yet. And, you know, and then, you know what I mean? So like, there's so many things that we have to just suck it up when it, it didn't feel good. Like it did feel good to do a letter of resignation, but it also, it didn't feel good. Yeah. No, I can, still, I can relate with that. Yeah. We're over here and it, it feels like we're going to thrive here and, you know, at, at MMR. But at the same time, I'm watching this company that I spent 18 years at starting to struggle a little bit more. 
I'm like, ah, tugs at my heart. Yeah. But I got to make this move. If I don't make this move, there's somebody in this place I haven't even met yet who, who needs what we're doing here and doesn't even know that's a thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's it's just, I feel like when it's time to make those moves, we have to make those moves because like this will sound crazy, but because of the butterfly effect. Yeah. You know, if we don't do the thing, then nobody's connected. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. if we're not obedient in what we're supposed to be doing, what if nobody, <laughs> this is a crazy thought, but what if nobody, what if everyone just played it safe? Like, what would one, first of all, we were given a mission, but two, you know what I mean? As believers, we're given a mission that we're supposed to do the thing. And yeah. if everybody was just like, you know, we have, we have friends that are out of country now. Well, multiple friends that yeah. are out of country, you know, there's this beautiful baby boy that doesn't get adopted. There's a family that's supposed to be all over the world doing the thing. And they're like, oh, well, it's hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, here's, That's not fun. That's uncomfortable. No. And one of the first things I thought of was all the lonely, broken people that don't right. get somebody to come alongside of them. Right. You know, yeah. I said it to the because I couldn't I couldn't be at staff meeting this week because I had driver's training. Okay. But Pastor Carl's like anything you want to convey. I was like, yes, all kinds of opportunities, just with this new door opening. But I shared a thought, and it's something that I really I fall back on and I think about a lot, and that that the really the enemy of of the world obviously is you know kind of personified as is lostness. Is like being lost, lost people. And the lost will take the first hand that reaches out for them. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if we aren't, we have the opportunity, and this kind of ties in with the season Freedom Center is getting into, we have the opportunity to be first. You know what I mean? And if so, we can, like you said, there's some, there's some young mom and she's going to be in where you guys are going to Fort Myers and she's doing her thing the best she knows how, but like, this is too much. I don't know how to schedule all the things. I don't know how to deal with my angsty teen, you know? And then here comes Ashley. That's going to be like, let me tell you about how I really didn't want to have to leave Fenton, Michigan, but now we're here and we're doing the thing and this is what we're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like for me, there's people in this organization that I work for now that don't know, at this point, don't care to know the gospel. You know, and I'm not going to go in there preaching, like Bible in hand, yelling and screaming, but just by being present, you know what I'm saying? It's just... It's just, it's imperative, like, it's not enough just to be, I said this prayer, and I did the thing, and I show up on Sunday, and now all's good. Yeah. Like, it's, we, if we're going to be, like, really, remember back in the day, the what would Jesus do bracelets? <laughs> They're so stupid. But, you remember them? Yeah. You remember that people wear Oh, I had w- one. W- I had a white and green one. 
WWJD, man. But like, this is what he would do. He would go down to Florida. He would go to a different company where the mission was. Yeah. That's what he'd do. You know what I mean? So I just think it's... Well, I think, too, you know, there's something that one of my coworkers and I were talking about today, specific to Prison Project, but, you know, she was even talking about foster care. You know, she had mentioned, you know, you know that'd be something she'd want for her future to foster care or adopt. And she's been told on a couple of occasions, well, you know, that might be kind of hard, you know, just be, you know, whatever. And it's this whole idea of, like, how inconvenienced am I to go serve another human being that had no choice to go through the hardship that they went through? Right. And so kind of in that context, you know, when we look at being obedient, like, Christ gave the ultimate sacrifice. Like, how how inconvenienced was he (laughs) (laughs) to go leave the Father, to go live this life? And so, and then we're asked to do the same in whatever that looks like in our own life. You know, it's it's kind of like to get myself out of the way. Yeah. To go, you know, put me aside to go do what ultimately, like, you know, and, I, and all these things. Like, I told you, even when this all, you know, when we first decided, like, I, I, I know that God would ask me to do something that wouldn't be good for me and, and, and bring him glory. Right. So it might not look like the way I think it's going to look, but I know at the end of it, like, God has good things for me that are, maybe they're tangible. They're probably mostly intangible. Right. You know, this stuff. And then to go be able to walk alongside somebody else, because again, like what you said earlier, it is priceless to me to have the friendships and the people in my life that have walked alongside me. Mm-hmm. And given me hope and strength and encouragement when yeah. I needed it. So to go do that for the next person. Yeah. Like no, what you said time. earlier, like, I got next. You're up. I'm up. You got next, yes. You know, you waited, so. Whether you think you have or not, man. Like I, I've told you a bunch of times, I've been, my whole life will be waiting on that grenade to jump on. But like, yeah. like to be able to have next, to be able to maybe not just be on the side being the cheerleader, but actually Yeah. Now you're gonna dig in and do the thing. It's cool. It's really mm-hmm. cool. <clears throat> and now I feel like I'm in a place where I can that much more like so much better really just root my spouse on. Like yeah. really like champion him to go do something. Like two years ago, Jim he two years ago he was on his first flight since he had his minor seizure when we were dating mm-hmm. in 2005 the 2005 2006 2006 so i mean just the leaps and bounds that he has overcome being able right. to travel and now he's going to go fly on his own tomorrow night mm-hmm. when he said for years he'll never fly again yeah i know i know he said it you said those words to me directly right that won't happen yeah. So, and then go like support my kids in a way. Like, there's so much stuff that we're just taking ground of, and it's it really is exciting. Um, and again, I yeah. love what you said the other week. Like, we can't be resilient unless we don't give ourselves the opportunity to yeah, build that resiliency. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I trained all last summer to go hike three days on the Appalachian Trail, mm-hmm. 
And Chuck Kova just shared the other day, and it was, I went and did a trail with him, like a three-mile trail or something beforehand. And looking at that picture, I'm like, that me has no idea how much I'm going to rock it out on that Appalachian Trail with my brother and the Holcombs Mm -hmm. a few months after that. And now I I feel that type of thing, like future me is going to be so excited and proud of this me right here and all the crap I just accomplished, you know? So, and my kids and to be able to speak that into my kids too. Like, do you realize how brave and incredible you are to go do something this big? Like you guys are little, but you're still brave. And so we had a, you know, a special family dinner last night, just kind of last like nice dinner before he flies out tomorrow. And I told them, like, I asked him, like, who who knows what daddy actually does? Like, what his title is and what he's actually going to do? Because then that was kind of fun, too, to see, like, what right. Isaac would, you know, respond with and stuff. Um, but then just reminding them that our job is important, too. Like, how right. we do this as a family, how we show mm-hmm. up for each other. Like, we're doing a big thing, too. And our job in that way is really important also. Right. So, and I don't know as if I would have taken the time to do that a few years ago. You know, I see so many things differently now. So, yeah, all yeah. good stuff, man. So, do you feel like you're still in the vest- vestibule, or do you feel Me? like you've no, like dude. come through that? We're door in, now? man. <clears throat> We're in like big things, like big, big stuff. It's just so much weight off. That's awesome. So much like I want to come home and do like get the compound right and get stuff done. And whereas before, you know, obviously there was a lot of like, uh, there's no other way to say it than just to say it. (laughs) And and we can really like COVID that season really effed me up. Like that, it messed me up bad. You can edit the effed up part, but it messed. You didn't swear. It's fine. (laughs) It messed my head up. Like okay. bad, like to have that many people I know die and to like, and have all the extra chatter and all of it, not just actually dealing with patients, but all of it. And so I'm like moving companies and all like kind of just fresh start and stuff. I'm, I'm in a good place where like now I'm more in that. Okay. We all made it through this thing together, okay. you know, and that's good. And it was good. Like the things we did were good things, you know. It's it's how soldiers look at at past wars and combat. What we did was good. It's like what after the exfil from Afghanistan, there was a lot of bummed out guys because like, what were we here for? You know, it's like being able to look at those scenarios and say, whatever happened with the upper leadership and the government and all those weirdos. What we did at our level was good and we made it through and we're going to be okay. And so I'm good in that space and I'm good that we made that decision to move. Um, It's good that it's my partner, he'll flourish in this place and he'll become a great medic, you know, probably better than me, but building off, you know, yeah, like, I'm his floor and he's building up me, yeah. you know, but like, but that's what you want. That's what leadership yeah. is. Yeah. But like, yeah, all of it, man, it's all good. You know, it was hard to, to like go through the door 
you know, go through the first door of I'm out. Yeah. This chapter's over. It's done. But to go through the next door and just like embrace it was also a little sketchy. But, you know, you did it well. Mm-hmm. You did it well. You know, and of course, anyone who's seen me, the different grooming standards, this is amazing. This thing's not even, it's, it's got some, we'll put some more time in. It won't be like the full magnificent Brian Holcomb beard that once was, but it'll be a few inches longer probably. That's All good, man. That's dope. Yep. So. I got about hello. three weeks, so I feel like I'm still kind of sitting in that doorway a bit. So I'm trying to stay present yeah. while I'm here because it's yeah. still, I got some gates to kind of cross through and I got to, I got to do that well so that I can do the next, next I would, one well. Yeah. What I would do, I can offer some advice. I would write down what Mel told you. Okay. Now just keep in mind that it's a good mission. Write that down too. Okay. Like yeah. Cause I'm mission. sure there's going to be, like you said, a little bit of a honeymoon period where I'm going to get down there and be like, this sucks. Right. You know, like if there's I a hard, just, few hard days where like everybody's yeah. having a hard Everyone's time. A mess. Yeah. Yeah. So just keep I'm that man. Keep that. Read what she said and put down. This is a good mission. It's always. Yeah. Cause overall you can do that. That will, that will make it okay. And you can just focus on yeah. not all the little details, but that it's still a good mission. Yeah. Works every time. We used to do that on deployments. It's Amen. a good mission. Okay. I'll do that when I get off the episode tonight. Dick. Be good. Well, all right. Well, cool. that's all we got. Oh, one I'll do um, just a reminder for anybody. I just thought of it while we were talking tonight. Um, FCC is doing a kids explore camp. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, week of June thirteenth, I believe it is. It's every mm-hmm. night in the evening, like six thirty to nine mm-hmm. or something like that. So get on Freedom Center Church's website. I'll post the link in the episode notes. Good um, time. Even for kicks and giggles. Um, uh, what? It's a good time. Went yeah, it's day. super good time. My kids love it. It's obviously um, not as a camper weirdos. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Four-year-olds through 11-year-olds, and they're doing, like, yeah. this whole science, like, explorer. Like, it's a VBS, like a vi- vacation Bible school, but it's all sorts of, like, science experiments and stuff outside and everything. And yes. so they have a big, huge party, grand old time. So your kids will absolutely love wonderful. it. And it's a wonderful opportunity to go on multiple date, night. date nights. This is what you do, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, we do – we haven't in a couple years – but we used to run the whole VBS circuit all summer long, just running date nights, dude. They were in VBS date night. So what's up? So good. So many. They're having a blast. You have a blast. Have you ever seen the Hotel Transylvania where they're like on the the, the cruise ship? Yeah, of course. Yeah, and the the werewolf parents yeah. go in to like drop their all their pups off the yeah, like the geez. cyclone pups to the and they're like you're gonna yeah. take our kids like why and the fish guy goes so they can have a great time and you can have a great time <laughs> like i'm like That's yes VBS, it's viva so, so they have a great time the registration link it's free sign them up oh yeah man and and they're taking they're they're gonna do um what do you call it 
donations. There you go. But they do like offering mm-hmm. for the offering for the kids. They bring in stuff and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like for Claire's Hope, they're doing like baby diapers and all sorts yeah, of dude. stuff for like, oh, the kids first night overnight bags <clears throat> and stuff. And then there's a bunch of snack, like individually wrapped snacks and things. There's a list of items that yeah. will be for Lighthouse Experiment. Yes. I was so, you didn't tell me that. So I read the email and I'm like, I've been working on this. dude. I'm so excited. I'm like, dude. So I screenshotted it. I'm like, of course he knows, but like, this is so cool to see this. So I'm kind of glad that you didn't tell me. Avery reached out and he's like, what can, what's the thing we can do? That is so cool. How can we do? And I was like, man, it's just because lots of times, especially in the current climate, we can't get the food and whatever. Yeah. Like everyone likes snacks. Yeah. So they're going to do, yeah, man, we're going to build up some snacks goodie bags and stuff and hand them out to the different agencies be so good also they're gonna do like pre-set cards and stuff for kids to yes play. thank yep. you cards and stuff yeah that'd be super cool so for you guys for the audience we'll have that out i'll be passing those things out soon be awesome awesome so yeah that's uh, maybe not cliff to... bars though those things are gross but we'll they'll be good cool cool anyway <laughs> all right so, good episode. Yeah. I thought this was a good episode. All right. Super fun. All right. So, thank you, of course, Freedom Center and Kingdom Builders for your continued love and support. Couldn't do it without you. Thank you for our listeners, especially. Yeah. Like, from one to a hundred, it doesn't matter. This, we just, we dig doing the podcast. So, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.